I am not going to let my life be ruined because of somebody else's choices, because their choices impacted my life. I am not giving them that power. Nobody in my life has that power, and nobody in your life has that power either. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Before we jump into this week's episode of the Husband Law Podcast, I wanted to let you know that there are two things happening right now that you need to be aware of. If it is February 21st, 2024, when you are listening to this, you need to stop this episode, hit pause, and go to theboldlogic.com forward slash workshop and get signed up for the workshop that is happening tonight that is free. It is free. It will not happen again until fall. And it is going to help you navigate the what now after betrayal or having a partner come out. And what I mean by that is it is going to walk you through three things specifically that you are doing now that you think are helping you as you are moving forward past or post betrayal post having a partner come out that are actually hindering you. These three things are three things that I was doing after Steve came out to me, after we went through betrayal, after divorce. I thought, okay, this will help. This will be supportive. It is going to move me forward, but really it just kept me stuck. And I am going to share these three things with you and I'm going to share why they're keeping you stuck and so that you can move forward after this. Now, also, if you are at the event tonight, if you are at this workshop, you will be eligible to get a free spot at my next retreat. I'm going to share with you how you can possibly get a free spot at my next retreat, but you need to be there tonight to find that out. And if you can't make it live tonight, get the replay. You have to claim a spot to get the replay. Again, this is a free workshop. It is happening February 21st, 2024. And so if you are listening to this in real time, go get your spot. You can get that at doubledlogic.com forward slash workshop. Now, if you are not listening to it right then, please know that doors are now open for my coaching programs. They will be open for the next few days or actually the next week, and you can get a spot now. These will not remain open until, well, for much longer, and they will fill up quickly. And they won't be open again until fall. Just like the workshop won't be offered again until fall, this will not be offered again until fall. So if you are looking for support, if you want to feel better in the next six months or a year, then this is your chance to act. You need to act now to get that opportunity and to take advantage of those spots that I have available. So if you want to get in on the workshop, go to thebolddlogic.com forward slash workshop, and you can claim that there. The link is also in the show notes and you can get signed up and registered and join us tonight. If this is past that, then it will send you to the wait list or somewhere else until the next time. But you can also get into coaching right now and you can email me or you can go to the link in the show notes for that. I'm sending you love, my friend. I hope you enjoy today's episode. It is all about figuring out or all about the similar things that happen when you experience betrayal or when you have a partner come out. So you can go in and listen to why I coach these together and how they are similar but different. So sending you love. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello, my friend. I am so happy to be here with you today. 
I am going to be talking today about the shift that you have been noticing in my Instagram and also here on the podcast of not just speaking to those who have had a partner come out, but also those who have been through betrayal. I have people reach out to me every day who are like, hey, the things you are saying resonate with me, and I have not had a partner come out. I'm having similar feelings. I'm having a similar experience. Is this weird? Why am I feeling this? And often it is because you have been through some form of betrayal. These individuals have been through some form of betrayal. And so, yes, the things I talk about resonate. And even when things are off in your relationship, you can relate to so many of the things that I talk about with having a partner come out. So we're going to go through some of those today, some of the similarities and why I am making this shift to work with more individuals. I often say that I only work with women. I want you men out there to know that I am here for you too. If you are like, man, I want to work with Jessica. I want to be in some of these groups. Please don't hesitate to reach out. We would love to have you. I would love to have male voices in our audience and in our support groups. Like It would be an amazing experience to have you there with us. So don't hesitate to reach out. Now, as I am making this shift to broaden the individuals that I work with, I want to make it very clear that forever and always, for the foreseeable future, I will still be working specifically with individuals who have had a partner come out. Those groups will always be there for you until, you know, we're ready to make an even bigger shift. But for now, I can't, I can't see that going away for the foreseeable future because there are different things that are unique to having a partner come out. There are experiences that are very unique to that, and I want to honor that with the individuals who are having that experience. So I will have my betrayal, my betrayal groups, and also we will have the coming out or the uh, unicorn groups, as I call them, the women or individuals who have had a partner come out. Now, the betrayal groups, I am going to be calling my what now coaching, because often we go through betrayal and we are thinking on the other side, okay, What does my life look like now? And this is where the similarities start between betrayal and having a partner come out is your life and your relationship will never be exactly the same as it was. There is no way to get it back to where it was. Now, is there healing? Can there be joy? Can there be connection and all of those things you want? A hundred percent. I firmly believe that if you've been through betrayal or if you've had a partner come out, you can still have all of those things in your relationship if you both choose into it. It takes both of you choosing into that relationship though. At that point, it can't just be a one-sided person working on themselves. It has to be both of you. And so when you've gone through betrayal, you are going to feel a shift in your relationship. It will be different. That doesn't mean it's going to be worse. That doesn't mean any of those things. It just means it will be different just as your life looks different after a partner comes out. The relationship changes and how you feel and the things you are aware of and the gentleness that you carry yourself with. I'm not going to say sensitivity, but it's a gentleness that you give yourself at that point where you are sensitive to things that are going on in your relationship. Now, right after somebody comes out or you go through betrayal, we usually call that like D-Day. There's a declaration day or a disclosure day when everything comes to light or when things are brought to your attention and that they're owned by the other party. Or maybe you find something that is like, oh my gosh, 
my partner is doing something that is a form of betrayal. And there's an emotional heaviness that comes at this point that we sink into this understanding that our life will never look the same, that our relationship will never look the same. And it's real and it is hard. It is hard to be in the emotional heaviness. I often describe it as an emotional fog where we are trying to work our way through this fog that we have experienced. And it's interesting because I I have never viewed myself as somebody who has been through betrayal and I have been through a lot of betrayal in my relationships. And I've experienced the emotional fog on so many levels. And there are different levels to the emotional fog. It doesn't diminish the realness of that fog in any way. Because, you know, we've some of the emotional or the betrayal that I have experienced has come from a partner looking at pornography. It has come from um, somebody say, no, nothing happened when really I knew in my heart that something was wrong and that something was off. It has come from you know, moments that weren't full on infidelity, but also a breach of the boundaries we had set for our relationship. Betrayal can also look like somebody lying to you in your relationship. It can be um, somebody telling you everything is okay when when it's not and you know it is not. It can be somebody putting you down in front of others and making you feel less than or belittling you in your relationship and or in front of other people. It can come in many different ways. There isn't just one form of betrayal. We often just go to infidelity and we think that that is the only form of betrayal. But there are so many different types of betrayal that we can experience and that we can give ourselves grace in understanding that that is what it is. And we are going to give ourselves grace in the emotional heaviness that comes after that. I have recently embraced a term of gentle healing, and I am actually going to talk about that more on a later podcast because I'm still forming some thoughts and feelings around that. But in this emotional heaviness, I want you to remind yourself that you are going to embrace gentle healing. It is even just saying those words, I think you can kind of get the feel of that. And me telling myself I am going to embrace gentle healing for my body and for my emotions my physical and spiritual healing just brings like a uh, a lightness, like a release of the load. And I feel it in my body. And I want you to tell yourself, if you are in the emotional heaviness, remind yourself that you get to embrace that gentle healing and feel the change in your body. Allow your body to relax. When I say gentle healing, I literally feel my shoulders relax. I feel my chest soften. I feel all of these things change in my body. And I want you to be aware of that, that you are going to be gentle with yourself if you are still in the heaviness, if you are still in the emotional fog that comes. Here are some things that are similar in going through betrayal and having a partner come out. You probably know something is wrong in your relationship and the other person is not owning up to it. Now, in betrayal, the other person often knows what is wrong. They often know what it is they're doing that is causing you to feel that something is off in your relationship. So that there's a difference here. Sometimes when somebody is coming out, that person doesn't know what is wrong. They have not been able to accept that they are gay, that they are bi, that they are LGBTQ in any way. And so they can't even identify or tell you what is wrong. 
And so there is a slight difference here sometimes. Sometimes the person knows that they are struggling not going to say struggling because they're queer, but just struggling to come out. They're struggling with feeling like they will still be loved or accepted or feeling like it's okay to be who they were created to be. And so they don't feel safe to come out. And, and so or to even acknowledge that they are queer. And so there can be a difference there that there's this time. And that's where sometimes if we have had a partner come out and haven't had the quote unquote you know, betrayal, then we don't identify that as betrayal or we don't want to put that label on it because we don't want to put that on our partner. Um, But often when we have been through betrayal, we can still have this idea that we want to protect our partner or that we don't want to say we've been through betrayal because what does that mean about us? So there's a similarity there as well. But Often we know something is wrong. Our gut is telling us in some way that is something is wrong. And the other person in this relationship is saying, no, everything's fine. You're too sensitive. You're too um, whatever. You're just making things up in your head. They could be telling us all sorts of things to try to cover it. And so we question ourselves instead of questioning them. And this is where the part of trusting our gut comes in after betrayal and after having a partner come out. That is why we specifically work on that after we have had disclosure day or after we have had, after we've been through this and we've made it through the emotional heaviness, it's then time to understand how we can trust ourselves because we feel like, oh, I saw this or maybe I didn't see this. Every time I've had somebody tell me, oh, I didn't know that anything was wrong. I had no idea. As we go through coaching, as we start talking in the in groups, it comes out that really they did know something. They were just ignoring it. They were pushing that down or they'd been told to ignore it and therefore they pushed it down. So first thing, We go through the emotional heaviness together, same experience, similar experience, and then we have a similar experience of recognizing that we knew something was wrong, but we were either told nothing was wrong or we ignored it or both. The next thing that can be similar is that sometimes the other person blames us for why things are wrong. Well, if you had just been this, then I wouldn't have had to go seek support from somewhere else. If you had just done this, I wouldn't have to get angry. If you were more this way, then I could be happy and not have to seek support outside of our relationship. If you blank, if you whatever, it's often put back on us. And this actually happens quite a bit when somebody comes out as well, Because the person is struggling to understand their own thoughts, emotions, feelings, and they need somewhere to put the blame. So this can be something that happens. It does not always happen, but it can be something that happens with betrayal. And again, this isn't something that always happens with betrayal or somebody like it just is likely to happen because the person is feeling guilty. They are trying to cover up what they have done. They want to make it somebody else's fault so that they don't have to take ownership. So this is a similar experience that we can have as well. We are often trying to fit a mold so that they will stay. So often us as the person who has been betrayed or as the person who has had a partner come out, we are trying to morph ourselves into something that will make our partner stay, that we feel we can convince them to stay, that we feel that we can 
show up in a way to prove that we are worth them staying. And so we start changing who we are. We um, conform to the things that they feel we need to conform to. We and, and these are things that they might not have even said. It's just our own idea of who we need to be to get this person to stay. So we will start doing all of the things. We might start um, putting ourselves aggressively through workouts because we think we need to be skinnier or we need to be more fit or we need to look a certain way. And so we will push those things. We will cook all of the meals. We will do everything we can to not make them mad or angry. We will... um, do all the things for the kids. We will take care of everything to make their life easier so that they have no reason to leave us or they have no reason to blame us for anything. The thing that happens here is, first of all, if you've had a partner come out, there's no way you can morph or change to be the person that they need you to be. They are dealing with their own th- their own stuff 100%. It has nothing to do with you or their love for you or your worth or anything. Um, again, same goes if you have been through betrayal. There is nothing you can do to prove your worth because you are inherently worthy just being who you are. There is nothing you can morph into. There is nothing more you can do. There is no change of who you are that can bring happiness and content and peace to the relationship. The more you try to do this, the more you try to become whoever you think they want you to be, the less happy and content you will be. The more uh, resentment, anger, bitterness you will carry, and therefore this person will carry that back to you. So there is nothing you can do. There is nobody you can change into to magically make this person happy. The most powerful thing you can do during this time is embrace who you are fully, Be confident in being you. Trust who you are. Lean into your gut to be boldly you. This is a whole nother topic for another day, but that is the solution to this. You are going to try to fit a mold. More than likely, that is what happens when we go through betrayal. We try to fit a mold and it doesn't work. It doesn't bring peace. It doesn't bring contentment to anybody. And then here's the crazy thing is this often happens whether we stay in the relationship or not. We still try to show up as a as somebody other than ourselves because we don't believe that we were good enough. We aren't feeling our worth. We think that we need to change to be worthy of somebody else. We feel we need to prove to them that we were good enough and we are good enough and we need to show them that we are this amazing, beautiful person on the other side of things. So this can be something that happens whether we stay in the relationship or not. This this is something that happens even before um, it, it can happen, even before we know that there has been any form of betrayal. This can happen before we know our partner is coming out because we sense something is wrong and we think it is all about us. And so we push ourselves to be somebody different. We push ourselves to change so that we can make this other person happy instead of showing up for ourselves and finding happiness and contentment within ourselves. All right, next one is what do I do now? We have no idea what our life looks like now. Do I stay in the relationship? Do I go? What do I do for my kids? How do I show up for them? What do I do 
so that I can heal the relationship? What do I do so I can heal myself? What does my life look like going forward? How do I financially provide for myself if I decide to split? Like there are so many things that come up in the what now, the what now part of figuring all of this out that we have to navigate. And the key here is to understand what this looks like for you and what it is you want, not just what you should do, not just what you've been told you should do, not what other people think you should do, but what you genuinely want for your life and your relationships moving forward. That can mean that it is right for you to stay, that it is healing for you to stay. That might mean that you guys separate and you heal and find something that is better for you outside of that relationship. The what now is so hard to navigate, but it can be the most empowering experience you have ever had. And when you feel empowered and confident moving forward, you get to attract a whole nother level of joy and success and clarity in your life. And I watch in my coaching groups as women hit this group or hit this point over and over again. And it doesn't mean that you're done when you hit this point of, oh my gosh, this is a gift that I've been given to be able to move forward, to be able to have this clarity. When you hit that point, there is a change in you. And it does not mean, again, that the hard is over, but it means that now you get to move forward with a new confidence of what it is you want and where you need to be going. And we will help get you to this point to have this moment of clarity that you are looking for of the what now to feel empowered moving forward instead of just feeling like your life is happening to you and you have no control. Instead, we are going to get you to the point where you get to move forward with confidence and clarity. And it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I watch as women hit this in my groups and it is so exciting. It is like my probably one of my favorite parts of this job of seeing women move into their confidence and clarity. And again, you gentlemen out there, if you are looking for this moment as well, you are welcome to join us in any of our groups and any of the things that we have going on. The last thing that I want to talk about today is often if we decide to leave the relationship or if our partner decides to leave the relationship because they are they think there's something better out there or whatever, whatever reasons there are that the relationship ends, and no matter who ends it, the thing that often happens is the person who has been betrayed or the person who is the straight individual in the relationship, the unicorn who has had the partner come out is the one who has to move forward in making the plans and finalizing the divorce or getting the separation or doing all of those things. And it's a unique dynamic that I've been really trying to understand and wrap my head around. But 90% of the people that I work with this responsibility is left to them. Even if the other partner says, I'll take care of it. I'm the one that came out. I'm the one that put you through this betrayal. I'll take care of this thing. It often does not happen. We are left to navigate the divorce and figure out those things on our own. And I have some theories about this. And I don't know that I will get into them today, but I have, um, if you've listened to our podcast before and heard Steve and I talk about this, then then you might have some insight into that relating to shame and guilt, feeling responsible, not wanting to be the one that has to own that we actually ended the relationship. 
Uh, We want to put that on the other person, whether that's conscious or subconscious. It's just something that happens. And so we have to navigate that. So I want to let you know that if you are the one that has to finalize this, take ownership of that. Make that an empowering moment of, yes, I am going to do this for me. This is for me to be able to move forward. This is for me to be able to heal. This is for me to have the clarity in my life that I need and that I am looking for. And don't just focus on the fact that the other person did this to you and all of those things. Have those moments. Embrace those moments. But also move forward knowing I get to do this for me. This is a gift to myself. This is a moment of clarity that I need. And I am with you. It sucks that you need to be the one to make this move, to find that clarity, to do this work. But you can only control you. And if this is where you are at with this is what you need to move forward, then go get it and make it happen. My friend, these are just a few of the things that I have found that are similar to going through betrayal and having a partner come out. There are a lot more of similarities that come into play. And so if you have been listening to our story and you're like, why do I feel so many of the things Jessica's talking about, but I haven't had a partner come out? This is why. It is because when we go through something hard in our relationship, whether it is blatant betrayal or some sort of trauma, which again, I'll be talking about with the guys, how I have personally experienced betrayal and trauma in both of my relationships, then that that's why you feel that is because there is something that has happened that is leaving you feeling like you know something is wrong, but maybe you don't know what it is, that you know, you know, you're trying to bend yourself into somebody that you aren't because you feel this need to connect with this person and you can't figure out how to make the connection and you want to, it's, you are convinced it's about you. You are convinced it's about something you have done when oftentimes it's really not. You are carrying an emotional heaviness that feels too hard to get through to be able to connect back to your relationship, to be able to connect to your kids, to be able to connect to yourself. Or maybe you are trying to figure out what now after betrayal and you are just like, I don't know what my life looks like from here, but I want to create something. I want to own my life. Something that I was told by um, somebody that was actually, that is actually very close to Steve and that Steve was told after he came out is that Steve has ruined my life, that my life is ruined and I will never find happiness because of Steve and what he's done. And first of all, I didn't want to carry that because I didn't want Steve to carry that. Like, that's not right. Steve doesn't need to have that. And I was really angry and upset that this person told him that because he already carried so much guilt and shame. I was also pissed because nobody is going to have the power in my life to ruin it. Nobody, I give nobody that control. Yes, they may hurt me. Yes, I may take time to heal, but I'll be damned if they're going to have the power in my life to ruin my life, to keep me from finding happiness and joy and peace and comfort and everything good that I want in my life again. We have to feel the heaviness. We have to embrace the hard emotions. We have to embrace all of those things to find the joy and healing on the other side. But I am not going to live in that. I am not going to let my life be ruined because of somebody else's choices, because their choices impacted my life. I am not giving them that power. 
Nobody in my life has that power. And nobody in your life has that power either. You get to decide what you do from here. You get to decide what your life will look like. You get to create a whole new vision for your life that can be so exciting, that can bring you so much joy and happiness. And that is what I hope for you. My friend, right now I um, am working on a free workshop that will be happening February 22nd. That workshop is not open for registration yet, but you can pick up the What Now workbook, or sorry, the Trust Your Gut workbook after betrayal. And it is going to help you start trusting your gut again. It is going to help you start thinking of things in a new way that supports your life post-betrayal or after having a partner come out. It is going to give you the start of a little bit of clarity. It will also get you on the list so that you will know as soon as I open the doors for my free workshop and then after that when I open the doors for my What Now Betrayal uh coaching group that I am going to be creating for you. I already have so many plans for it. I am so excited. I am deep into this work um, for you, with you in mind, as I have heard from so many of you that are just like, hey, I am experiencing this. Even though I haven't had a partner come out, can I come work with you? I want to know more. I want to unshould myself of how my life should look. I want to heal post-betrayal. And dang it, I want to figure out the what now because I want to have happiness and joy and peace and clarity in my life because I know I've seen, you've seen other people do it. You've seen the people in my group. You've seen me doing it and you can have that too. You've seen Matt do it. Matt's a great example of this. And Steve, Steve's gone through betrayal, um, not in, well, I'm not going to speak that not in any of his romantic relationships, but he's been through betrayal with family, with friends in other ways. We have all been through this. People, any person I've talked to has been through betrayal in some form. And if you are still carrying the heaviness of that, let's get you through that. Again, right now, you can go pick up my free or the free workbook. It's your workbook, not mine. It's your free workbook, How to Trust Your Gut Again After Betrayal, so that you can show up as boldly you to your life. Now, real quick, before we go, I want you to remember that being bold is not about being like me. It is not about doing life like me and Matt and Steve have done. It is not about any of those things. Being bold is being in tune with who you are and showing up as yourself. That may be that you are quiet and reserved and that you protect your stories and your heart and you don't share them with people or except with those who really feel safe, who really feel close to you. That is awesome. This isn't about being like me and sharing your story everywhere and speaking up or sharing or being loud and in your face or shaving your head. Like none of those things matter about being bold. That is not what being bold is unless that is who you are. And yes, this is who I am. And I'm showing up as myself to hopefully give you a space to feel safe showing up as yourself. And I am here to guide you through that process and help you be boldly you after betrayal and after having a partner come out. You can go pick up that free workbook at theboldlogic.com forward slash free workbook. And the link to that is also in our show notes. If you would rather go there to pick up that free workbook, you can head there. There will be more details coming. Again, not only will you get that workbook, you but you will also be on the list to be notified when I open up all of my other programs that will be coming soon that are going to be here to support and help you. And when you support and help you, you get to support and help your family, your kids, 
your partner, your friends, whoever it is that you're worried about in this process, when you help you, they will be supported as well. So I encourage you to go pick up the free workbook as a starting point. I am sending you so much love as you have gone through something hard. I know each of you who listen to this have gone through something hard and it is a part of life and my heart goes out to you and I hope you know how much I really mean that when I say I'm sending you all the love and support that I can. Please don't hesitate to reach out. You have my email. It's there waiting for you. It's Jessica at theboldlogic.com. Shoot me an email. DM me on Instagram. Oh, we are also on TikTok now, or I am also on TikTok. You can go hit me up there if that's where you are. I am on Facebook, just not as active. So if you need some support, please don't hesitate to reach out. Sending you all the love, my friend. Take care. Have a great week. All right, my friend, just a reminder that you can go get signed up for that workshop right now, or you can get into group coaching. But actually, this time I am offering one-on-one coaching. There are only five spots available for one-on-one coaching. I did a beta group of this one-on-one program that I'm offering right now. I did a beta group last year. It's a 10-month program, and it was a game changer. If you listen to Micah a couple weeks ago on the podcast, she shared how she has gone from, you know, dreading waking up in the morning to now waking up smiling and being excited for the day. If you want that, if you are ready to take that on, then my one-on-one program is definitely for you. It is a game changer. It will propel you forward in your relationships with your kids, in your work life. And also if you are wanting to stay or if you're looking to co-parent, like whatever direction you go in your relationship then this will propel you forward in that as well. So take advantage of that, get signed up for those spots. And if you enjoyed today's episode or any of the episodes that we have, please, please, please leave us a rating and a review. It makes a huge difference for us and also an even bigger difference for those who are trying to find our podcast and who need it in their lives. I'm sending you love, my friend. I'm cheering you on. I hope you are doing awesome and look forward to seeing you at tonight's workshop or in one of my coaching programs. Take care.